Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. It's a closer look at people, places, and things right here in our own backyard. Today we have Kimberly McLemore. She's with the National Symphony, the Vice President of Education and Community Engagement. Is that correct? Yes. That's a lot to get on a business card. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you for joining us, first of all. Now, what does the Vice President of Education and Community Engagement do? Just what you're doing now? Essentially, I am out um, creating partnerships in the community. I'm also organizing, creating, executing programming that is free for the community to come to our concert hall or out in the community. Okay, so like uh, programming like what? You're creating what? Our programming includes concerts like our Let Freedom Sing, which is a tribute to Martin Luther King Jr. Mm -hmm. That's a free program every January. It also includes our Summer Park Series, which is a free week of parks concerts where our orchestra is out across Middle Tennessee performing for all of the communities and surrounding counties. And you help organize those. I do. And you said creating partnerships. What does that mean? We are constantly looking for ways to plug into the community, be partnering with schools. We are also really interested in coming up with new ways to perform with our musicians, with perhaps other artists in town. We currently have um, a good example of that is we currently have um, a visual artist in residence and he created artwork that was responding to our season programming. So we love out of the box thinking, out of the box partnerships that reflect our community. What kind of music will people hear at the Nashville Symphony, at the Nashville Symphony do? When people think of a symphony orchestra, they think classical music. Mm -hmm. The great thing about the Nashville Symphony is we don't just play classical music. We, of course, have our cornerstone classical series on our every year on our programming. However, our orchestra is also playing for a country artist that is at the Skirmerhorn, or they're playing for a jazz performance. Um, we're really lucky because Nashville has musicians that are constantly in recording studios. Mm-hmm. They're constantly playing for guest artists that are coming through town. And that music's represented at our concert hall as well. Really? Mm-hmm. In what way do the, the artists come in and perform with the Nashville Symphony? So something that people might not know about our organization is we are the Nashville Symphony nonprofit that um, includes education and community programming, our classical series, our jazz series. We're also a performance venue. So the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center brings in artists without the orchestra that might perform in our hall. Oh. So we see a little bit of everything at the Skirmerhorn. Okay. Is it affordable for everyone? We do have affordable options. Whether that means you're attending one of our free community programs, we also have pay what you want options for those programs. I like that. Yeah. It, it's a little bit of something for everyone. We also have um, tiered pricing for every performance. So wherever you fit in, you can find a place in the hall. Mm -hmm. Do you have special programs for special age groups? We do. We have education programs for K through 12 students, even collegiate programs. We also have a program in our education and community department that's called Lifelong Listeners. And it's for our senior folks in the community that might want to come see a performance during the day come to a dress rehearsal when it's light outside. They don't have to drive at night. That's brilliant. Yes, yes. Um, It also allows them extra time to get into the concert hall if they have accessibility needs. It's a wonderful opportunity for those folks to join us. What about the programs that you say are in schools? And what you said also intercollegiate. What are the programs that are they taken to the schools or the kids brought to the Skirmerhorn? Both. 
So our our, <laughs> mu- our musicians are often going out into schools, playing in ensembles for classes or ho- sometimes whole school assemblies. Um, they're also doing coachings and side by side playing right beside students in classrooms. Oh, um, occasionally we also have career talks or meet and greets with musicians, just telling students what what their career is like, how they have gotten to be a professional musician in Nashville. And in Music City, that's always a popular request from teachers and classrooms. We also have a composer lab program, which is very, very fun. It is actually for pre-professionals or emerging composers. Mm -hmm. Often we see collegiate students in that program. um, And they are submitting scores to then do workshops and kind of... um, refine their craft and and have a recording of from the Nashville Symphony at the end of that program. Oh my goodness. Do they have to get into this with a certain grade average or how does that work? No, our our composer lab is auditioned. They send in their score and they send in a recording. Um, But we do have other programs that are auditioned for K through 12 students. Mm -hmm. Our Accelerando initiative is a good example of that program. What is it called? Accelerando. Yeah, which is it, it is um, like a mini school of music. It's designed to diversify the field of classical music. If you were to go to a concert today in America, a lot of orchestras look a very specific way. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to make sure that the Nashville Symphony looks like our city racially, ethnically. So this program is designed to prepare young people for a career in classical music. These are students grades 5 through 12, and they are taking lessons with our musicians. They're in youth orchestra every week. They're in music theory. We send them away to summer camps to live, eat, and breathe music with all of their colleagues. And then we help um, get them into collegiate programs, so auditioning for music school, paying for all of those applications. It's a full scholarship program. And these students remain in the program multiple years. So by the time they go to college, they are ready and com- very competitive with their peers that they're auditioning against for these spots in college programs. What does the name mean? Accelerando means it's an Italian term, and it means to accelerate. Oh. And we are hoping to accelerate diversifying classical music. That's fantastic. And you mean, and you were saying that our symphony uh, orchestra members look like Nashville. In my mind, our orchestra would be a true reflection of Nashville. So that if you came to a performance at the hall, you would see someone that looked like you on stage. Yeah. Whether that was a member of the orchestra or a conductor or perhaps someone that's represented on the program whose whose composition we're playing. Oh, I think that's very interesting because I feel like, as you said, some people think of a symphony orchestra and they think of just classical music and Traditionally, for a long time, it seemed like it was older white males. Mm -hmm. Here are the people. And now we're going to see somebody that looks like us, which is so motivating. We didn't know years ago, I think, as a society, how important that is to see someone who looks like us in performance, in art, in politics, to see someone who looks like us. So we could even just imagine ourselves in that role. Yes, and that our our symphony hall, classical music, any genre of music you hear at the symphony center is for you, is for me, is for anyone in our city. And it is a place, it's Nashville's music hall, and it should be for the entire community. Is that like the nickname? Well, when they were building the building, in, um, it was completed in 2006, 
they wanted it to be Nashville's House of Music. Now, there are a lot of very famous music venues in Nashville, mm-hmm. and we wanted the Skirmerhorn to fit right in throughout history in being a place for the entire community right. to hear their music. So Nashville's Music Hall. Yes. I love that. <laughs> what kind of music, not just classical, um, if you're just joining us, uh, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Kimberly McLemore. She is the Vice President of Education and Community Engagement at the Nashville Symphony, and we're talking about uh, things that are available to the public with the Nashville Symphony Orchestra and at the Skirmerhorn Symphony Center. What other kinds of music? We have a jazz series. We also have a pop series, which you might hear um, a little bit of lighter music on that program, maybe some Broadway um, think think Boston Pops, but it's Nashville Pops. Um, <laughs> she so, was like, she's putting her hand by, beside by her mouth. my face. <laughs> Don't <laughs> tell anyone. Um, so you, you might hear um, uh, something like that on our pop series. We have a jazz series. Um, we also have a movie series, which is very popular. Yeah. And you can actually come to the Skirmerhorn, see a film, and hear the score played live by the orchestra. So they can they take the music out of they the do. movie part and the Nashville Symphony Orchestra plays that. They do, yes. Do they tweak it any? Do they do any special things? It depends on the film. Often often films that are quite long, we have to get special permission for that longer time to use the orchestra. That said, it's very interesting in, in watching um, the conductor and the orchestra and our production staff put these together. Because they have a, they, here's the inside scoop on how they put a film together in the Skirmerhorn. They have a click track yeah. that is visual and in their ear, in their ear, in your monitor. And they are playing to the tempo of that click track. Right. So that they can match exactly with the film. Right. And so they, that's, that's a real skill. I mean, it's not something that everyone can do easily. Right. So um, they, they rehearse a few times during the week. And then on the weekend, they perform the film all put together for the audience. And so the audience is getting an experience as if they would be hearing the soundtrack in a regular film, but it's actually live. That is amazing. I know those are so popular. Uh, From time to time, we have given away tickets to events like that. Our listeners go nuts over those. And it seems like there are certain times of year uh, that films are featured that are uh, traditional favorites. We do have an annual tradition of Home Alone at the Skirmerhorn, and that is always a favorite. It always <laughs> sells well, and it's a family event. It's so fun to bring the entire family out, watch Home Alone at the holidays, and hear John Williams' amazing score played live. I think a lot of times people don't realize that some great movies' success is so dependent upon the soundtrack, the the music behind it that enhances the emotions, enhances the the fearful moment or the resolution of the scene, I don't think they realize, and that it's some of our greats who are writing this music, who are composing this music. Very true. Are there some composers who are more popular than others with people who are coming in? I think for film music, without a doubt, most audiences love to hear John Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, he he wrote the scores for so many of our favorite movies, Home Alone, uh, Jurassic Park, um, all, I think Harry Potter, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he, well, the early Harry Potter films. So he is so well known with his scores. and Star Wars, John Williams as yes, well? Yes, So a lot of those are yes. very popular. Yes. And people attend those well. Yes. 
Because those also, many of those movies that you've mentioned are family friendly. Absolutely. Bring the entire family with you. It's a, it's a whole day. We have popcorn, snacks at the bar, and then come for your adults. Maybe you're grabbing a beer, a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and then come watch the film. I know during the pandemic, everything shut down. Are you seeing more and more families coming or ha- did that die down and we're just trying to get that geared back up because they need to know, okay, you can all go out and have some fun together? I think we definitely saw a hit to our audiences post-pandemic. That said, we're starting to see things pick back up. People are coming back out. They're enjoying their evenings again, out in the community, looking for something to do with their family. Our concerts keep keep filling up, and we love to see that. Good. Now, are there special ways to get discounts? Uh, how do people get the tickets, and are there tips and tricks to save some money? Hmm, that's a good question. You can always look for information on NashvilleSymphony.org. That has all of our concert calendar information and our ticketing information. And our ticket pricing depends on the demand for those tickets. So keep checking back and make sure you can secure your tickets early. Oh, okay. Who are some of the guests that will be with the Nashville Symphony this year? What are some of the shows that you have planned? Later this month, we'll welcome Yo-Yo Ma to Ah! the symphony. I know, world famous Yo-Yo Ma. Um, ticket inventory is very limited for that. So don't wait if you're interested in seeing Yo-Yo Ma. He's a a famous cellist. Yes. Very famous cellist. Um, we'll also have, we mentioned the movie series earlier. We have Encanto, the film playing later this season. We also have E.T. and another Harry Potter film. So be on the lookout for that. Who did the E.T. music? That's John Williams. John Williams. Yeah. There it is again. Okay. Um, but we also have Smokey Robinson in June. Whoa. Get your tickets for that. And we've had Patti LaBelle recently. She Ah! played just before Valentine's Day. Fantastic. I could list more, but you should check it out on our website to learn more about our entire concert calendar. Mm-hmm. The other thing is we're doing so many performances throughout the year, but we're also doing more than 300 education and community engagement programs. So we do quite a bit outside the concert hall in addition to our stage programming. I guess more, quite a bit. Yeah. More than 300. Mm. That's almost one a day. We'll get there eventually. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And so this is at schools, this is at the free events in the parks, in the communities, things like that. That's right. Are there some that seem to be growing into bigger than life kind of events? It seems like uh, I remember uh, hearing that there were some specific Nashville Symphony events that people, they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year as people found out about it. I will say one of those programs would be Music in My Neighborhood which is where our musicians are out of the concert hall for an entire week. It does have a community concert with the full orchestra, but it also includes our musicians um, having a neighborhood residency for that week where we get the opportunity to highlight all the amazing things that are already happening in a neighborhood. This year, we are going to be in North Nashville and Bordeaux neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. partnering with schools, partnering with nonprofits, partnering with arts organizations, and just creating programming with them that is already highlighting what they're doing well in the community. Like what? What are they doing there? Do you know? Have you looked at it yet? For instance, the Elephant Gallery is a good example of an art gallery there, a a small nonprofit there in um, North Nashville. And we're partnering with them for uh, music and poetry all about spaces, whether that is a park, whether that is a building, whether that is 
a location in the world, and what does that look like? So come to that event if you're interested. It's February 12th through 18th, uh-huh. so come see us in North Nashville or Bordeaux. Are there others that you're particularly excited about? So our musicians are going to be visiting organizations like the National Rescue Mission. They're also going to be working in local schools in North Nashville. What will they do at the National Rescue Mission? They'll be playing a chamber performance for um, their residents that evening. Wow. Yeah. Because a lot of people who are needing help at the National Rescue Mission, it's, I feel like it's very, very, very possible that they've never, ever heard a, a chamber concert. They've never heard an orchestra. They've never seen as many live performances like that of, of that type of music. I think that's just going to be a blessing for a lot of them. I hope so. And I, I think we'll have a, a, a great group of people there. Our musicians are actually going to um, serve dinner that evening before the program yeah. and just have some time to spend with residents. I did that for Thanksgiving one year. And the people that I got to help meet and touch and talk to were just wonderful. People who just had uh, ended up on a different path than we did. And so I'm so proud to hear that our Nashville Symphony is taking part in something like that. What else that people need to know about? Because I want people to, to continue to support the Nashville Symphony and go to events at the Skirmer Horn. But I want them to know also the good that it's doing when they do, what we're investing in, what we're sinking our interests and our love and our passion in. So string programs in Nashville are um, not in every middle and high school. And our, I would love to see that change. Um, but our musicians are helping to support the programs that do exist. So they are currently doing side-by-side programming where they go into the school and they, yes, do some coaching um, with individual instrument groups. But then they actually sit in rehearsal and play alongside musicians while the teacher is conducting. And they go and visit the same school, same musicians, same school, up to 16 times throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And then some of our side-by-side programs actually have a joint performance. And you get to see the growth of these students through the entire school year. It's really remarkable. Oh, my goodness. Have you gotten to see a, a, a child later in life who has said, I got to go hear the Nashville Symphony or I had somebody from the Nashville Symphony come to my school? Have you seen the results of that? I think specifically about a student that was in our Accelerando program, and she was a violist, an amazing young woman, and she was very interesting, interested in not only playing her viola, but also conducting, and she later went on to study music in college. I believe she's still in university, and it was after her first year of the Accelerando program where her and her family were, were coming to hear classical concerts throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And her and her father came up and said, we'd never heard classical music like this before. We didn't know it existed. And her father, who had very limited English, um, he spoke very little English, he came and said how beautiful the performances were. And he told me, I I love mariachi, uh, but this was magnificent. And um, he was, he, he... was continuing to come to our concerts after his child graduated and went on to college. Oh my. So we're not only working with students, but we're also working with families. Yeah. And we love to see our audience include those folks. And the if you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and our guest today is Kimberly McLemore. She is the Vice President of Education and Community Engagement with the Nashville Symphony. 
Um, you were talking about older people. Have you seen the results with those those folks? Uh, you see them like get in there and and the daytime and get all comfy and enjoy. What'd you say the daytime show or a dress rehearsal? A dress, or something sometimes like that? they're attending dress rehearsals. That's okay. right. Um, and we saw obviously this program took a hiatus during the pandemic. Right. But it has since returned, and um, we have a lot of feedback. Our audience members are thrilled about that. They can get out and to see our performances during the day. Mm -hmm. They don't have to drive at night. They often come together in a group, which is wonderful. I love that they've built a community around attending this performance or oh. a, a dress rehearsal. Oh my gosh! And it's always it's always fun to hear their stories about which which piece they love and why. Are there certain ones that they tend to be attracted to? Like, do they like the movies, or they like the pops, or the jazz, or anything? They love to come to the classical concerts. The classical. Yes, yes. And especially if we're playing Beethoven or Brahms, they're on board. <laughs> really? I wonder yeah. why. They're amazing composers. There's nothing not to love. Yes, well, yeah. true. Yeah. True, exactly. But I guess it's possible that some of the younger audience has just not, like that gentleman, had not heard it before. And then they will grow into that love. I know I was not like, well, I love Beethoven when I was seven. I was. Just, but you love Beethoven now, right? Yes, I yeah. do. Come, come hear some Beethoven at the <laughs> symphony. <laughs> Don't you have special, uh, special months or special times of year when you do um, um, composers like that? It seems like it's very likely that you'll hear Beethoven at the symphony at least once once throughout our season. <laughs> um, he's a regular yeah, uh, yeah. on our programming, um, but. We also have so many other composers that you might not know as well as Beethoven. Um, we're performing some Mahler later this season. Amazing, amazing score. Mm -hmm. um, you'll also hear another great uh, classic, Carmina Burana. So come, come hear the pieces that maybe aren't Beethoven but are equally as great. Oh, my gosh. My husband plays that. He's a cellist oh. and bassist. And, I, and he and uh, a group he was in played that. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I didn't. I didn't know it existed. Yeah, but that's beautiful. So, um, go to NashvilleSymphony.org if you want to find out ticket prices, the schedule for the different shows that are going to be at the Nashville Symphony at the Skirmerhorn, rather, and anything else that you feel is important that people know about. You can also find information about our education and community engagement programming on the website. And so, if you would like to get your school involved, your kids' school involved, find out what it takes. That's what you can do as well. Yes. Get some info there. Get your students involved if you're an educator. Please come get your student involved. Okay. Anything else? If they need more info, that's where they go. That's where they go. Okay. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for talking to us today. That was Kimberly McLemore, the Vice President of Education and Community with the Nashville Symphony. I'm Anna Marie. Make sure you join us again next week. That's Focus.